about 18 months down the road, uh, something breaks for you. Something breaks? Yeah. Like a, like a big thing happens for me. Yeah, like you, um, you've like been in a couple commercials. You know what I mean. You've done, you've done like a couple things here and there. Right. You pick up somebody who's like helping you out and like looking out for you for like acting gigs and just stuff. You know, just you're just trying to like pick up stuff on the side. Yeah, and uh, you do like photo shoots here and there that like photographers will will like put into shit or you do you take a bunch of like stock images you know like i'm doing like print modeling yeah yeah not a lot of it just like little things here and there and uh you you take a set of photos you make 500 bucks you know what i mean it's just like one of those weird things that you just do to make a little bit of extra cash that that sounds awesome you know i'd love to have that so you're hanging out one day you go to uh, Walgreens. You're getting prescription filled. For what? You got uh, emphysema. How, how? I don't know how you get th- How did I get that? Just a lot of hard living. You know what I mean? A lot of smoking. Oh. Your lungs are all fucked up. Yeah. And it's probably because uh, one of the photo shoots you did had you like put your mouth on like a tailpipe of like a hot rod car and like as a joke like the guy who owned it like fired it up and like revved and blew a bunch of smoke in your lungs you think that's probably got something to do with it that's really what's hurting did you lately? anything happen to that guy no he got off scot-free what yeah he he peeled out after he like sprayed all that smoke in your lungs he fucking peeled out hauled ass out of there the casting agents had no info on no, it was it was his like that. it was his photo shoot. He just like they weren't gonna give it to you. They have like privacy policies, you know what I mean? They're not gonna you know that guy paid them to get up with him. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Get a court That's order. Nuts. So you go to Walgreens, you're picking up a prescription for your new condition, emphysema. It's not looking very good. And you're standing in line, getting ready to check out. And you know how they have, like, those little racks, like the spinning racks with, like, eyeglasses or, like, books or pamphlets? Oh, yeah, yeah, You know? Yeah. You're just walking along. You run your hands along those racks. You love to listen to them creak as they spin around, you know? You love to just, like, hear, like, just the, the, like, the, the weird squeak of the metal on metal. Yeah feels like home when you hear it yeah and you're standing there waiting in line waiting to check out and this woman who's in front of you kind of like turns as like the lady's like ringing her out she's kind of like turns and looks around and she notices you and she does a double take and she goes oh my god she says you're here and in the flesh and then she reaches out and she like presses a finger into your chest. Wait, like her index finger? Like yeah. Pokes me in the chest? Yeah. And she goes, you're Mr. Snugs. Wait, how tall is this woman? She's five foot eight. It's not what I was picturing. Okay, so it's not who I thought. Okay. 
So she says, I'm Mr. Snubs. She goes, You're Mr. Snugs. And she snubs snugs with a G like giraffe. Okay. And she like turns and reaches like right by your ear and pulls out like a one of those like four ninety nine mass market paper book romance novels. Behind my ear? It was like you were standing right next to it. Oh. So not like a magic trick that she did? No, you were she grabbed it from like the rack which you were standing right next to. Oh, okay. Okay. And she shows you and the uh the picture is just a photo of you that's been like clearly photoshopped to put you in, as like a as like a pirate. Was it like a buff pirate? Kind of, yeah, it's like kind of a buff pirate. Like to be honest with you, you look at this version of you and you're like, "Fuck, dude, I think I could pull this off on a day-to-day basis." You look at it and you're like kind of enamored. You're like, "Man, this this is a whole new world for me." Potentially. You know, like seeing what the future could be. Could be. If you like made some changes in your life, you look at this pirate and you're just like, God damn. <laughs> this is me at my peak. You know? You just really feel it in your bones. And uh she's holding like a, a book called Mr. Snugs Sales Again. It turns out uh a company like an art like a, an author bought a lot like a one collection of your um sort of stock imagery and they're photoshopping it into this character whose name is mr snugs and, and he's a pirate he's a he's a well sometimes he's there's other ones oh, dude there's he's a there's a jack whole, of all trades yeah he there's there's so the story of mr snugs is a little strange he's um <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Snugs is uh he's uh, like a building manager at a community college. He does like he's like a the head of the janitorial department at this this building, this community college, right? He makes like a pretty good living. He uh he's like, you know, whatever. He's just kind of listless in life. And then uh one day he finds a a pair of uh like boxer briefs mm-hmm. in a shower that he's mopping up. There was a fight in the shower earlier in the book. There was a fight in the shower. Uh, two kids got into a fight over who was better, uh, the Baltimore Ravens or the New England Patriots. And in the book, the kid who was with the Ravens just murdered a boy in the shower. So Mr. Snugs is there to like clean it up. And he finds this pair of <clears throat> boxer briefs. And when he goes to like throw them away, he just feels like some sort of kinetic connection to it. Okay. And he can't bring himself to throw them away. He takes them home. Dries him out on his radiator. Wakes up in the middle of the night. Shouldn't do that. Walks over to them and puts them on. And they are just skin fucking tight. Every curve, front, back, both sides, is plain as day. And he loves it. And from that day forward, he became Mr. Snugs. Because it was so snug. It was a perfect. It was a. It was a rare space garment that uh, allowed him to sort of jump back and forth throughout through into different people's bodies throughout history. So he's just kind of sent all throughout time and space, and he's looking for love in all the wrong places. So these novels, sometimes he's like a pirate who's aboard a pirate ship, and he like fucks like a. In that one, it was a mermaid. there's one called Mr. Snugs. Uh, 
uh, Mr. It's called Mr. Snugs Gives Joy. Okay. Well, and it's uh, it's job it's, in that one. He's like a he's like a, a cranky old factory owner who like decides one day that he's gonna do good, and he starts to donate money to like the impoverished people of his town, and he like fucks some of those people. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's one that like the author wrote, and people are like this seems like he's extorting them. You know, he's like buying sex and she was like, listen, it's romance, you know, and people were like, okay, I mean, was it, <laughs> she's got a pretty good track record. Was it popular? I mean, that one, that one got pulled off the shelves pretty quickly, but when it was brother, it flew like hotcakes. <laughs> so you start, you're like, this is really strange. You had no idea that you were the cover boy for Mr. Snugs. No. So idea. you like start looking into it and it has like a, like a pretty sizable following. There's uh, over 30 different books in the series, and like it's just Mr. Snugs fucking his way all across time and space, and he's always got on those skin-tight boxer briefs. So people are like reading this book and seeing like your face and imagining that you are Mr. Snugs. Like, a, a, like do people come up to me often no like not very like every now and then you'll get like a real mr snughead who will like eye you from across like like a walmart or something um most people don't come up to you because like as the as the series has grown like the covers just kind of get more and more like abstract and weird and the characters become further and further far-fetched so like the work done on the photos is always a little bit more so like, your your face has kind of like been lost at this point if that makes okay. sense yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. you but it's like you gotta there's a lot to sift stuff through. Is, stuff has happened to yeah. mr snugs yeah as me yes and like this is a romance novel you know what i mean it has an intended purpose and that is to turn people on mm-hmm. and every time people like turn through those pages they're thinking of your face doing those dirty deeds Cool. And that thought crosses your mind, and you're like, "Holy shit, man! That's you're kind of like a sex icon in a weird way." Yeah. And you've obviously received nothing of it. You know, you're not gonna get any money. But what would you do if I found? I mean, I think at first I would think it was really cool, and then pretty much immediately after that, I would think it was really weird. Yeah. Uh. I mean. Just the only way I could think to profit off of it, do a book signing. But you're like, you're you're like not affiliated with it at all. It yeah, was like, it was like a stock photo. So what do you? I mean, how would you profit off that? Uh, let's see if I could rent out like a Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, and then just post a bunch of Facebook statuses and boost them saying I'm the guy. I'm Mister Snubs. Uh, it's, it's snugs with a G like snugs. I'm Mr. Snugs. Yeah. And then I don't know, charge people to get in. You can't. You, so you, uh, you call the Barnes and Noble near your, your place and they're like, fuck you. And they just hang up on you immediately. It, like instantly. They're like, fuck you. Before yeah. they hang up, you hear, you hear the guy say, we don't even sell that trash. Uh, well then I would, would you I, read them? Would I what? Would you read any of them? Any of the books? Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. So Just you, so I could kind of see, like with the about. picture, see my potential. So you, you go to a Walgreens, right? You're wearing a baseball cap, sunglasses. You got on a fake mustache. Is there a team on my baseball cap? No, it it's just, just a it's just a, a solid black baseball cap. And you go in there, you buy a uh, iced honey bun. You've been really into iced honey buns lately. Why? Uh, you saw a thing on the Food Network where it was like America's grossest food, and <laughs> there was this guy. He was he's like a host. He was like, "Hey, I'm." Phil Flyman, and I'm your host for America's Grossest Food, and he just went around to like, like places all over America where they're like, "Oh, we're deep frying a, a, a Twinkie, and we're filling it with flaming hot cheese, you know, just like shit like that." Yeah, yeah. And they had one where there was a, a bar in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania called Fatties, and they had this thing called the Mega Pie, and it was just a, uh, it was a, it was an entire graham cracker crust. Right, they would uh, take the iced honey bun and they would chop it up and they would soak it in like uh, eggnog. Holy shit! And they made like a custard and they would like pour it around and they'd bake it. And it was they're like, dude, this is this is fucking great, and people like go nuts over it. And uh, you looked at that, you saw that, and you're like, God damn, I want an iced honey bun. So you get an iced honey bun. Out of all of that, I just picked out the iced honey bun. Yeah, because you're like, I don't want to get a crust. I don't have to make a custard. You know? Yeah. I'll have the time. Right? Yeah. That makes we're sense. Not gonna, yeah. We're not going to kid around here. I would do that. So you get this iced honey bun. You uh, you scroll through the racks. Would there, would there be any kind of any particular book you'd look for? Anything? What do you think would interest you the most? What genre? Uh, I mean, probably like the pirate thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd be pretty interested in the pirate thing. So, or if there was one where he was an art thief, an art thief. So you're yeah. like flipping around, you're like looking through, you're hearing the creak of that little, you know, book rack. Reminds you of home. Mm-hmm. And you're you look around, and then you see one at the very bottom. There's only one copy left. And it's Mr. Snugs, and he's dressed in all black, head to toe. And, dude, this is skin tight, dude. You look vascular as fuck on the cover of this thing. Nice. You're wearing like a little bandit bandana with your eyes cut out, right? You got a little black cap on. You're holding a flashlight in your mouth. And you've got like a, you've got like a piece of uh, what... Like it just—it's a piece of—it's just a flower, and it says uh, Monet in the corner. I don't know. They probably couldn't get like a real one. I would imagine there's probably rights. Um, and it says Mister Snugs, Kitty Cat Burglar Time. So you're like, here we go, dude. This is it. You pick it up. You go home, and the story of Mister Snugs, Kitty Cat Burglar Time, is there's a famous Monet. That was just recently discovered and it was going on a tour all around the world's great art museums. And it was ultimately going to end up in the Louvre Mm -hmm. and Mr. Snugs uh, was uh, he decided to go into the body of Jacques Claude Van Dim. (laughs) That's the name of the character. 
That's, that's who? That's Jacques-Claude Van Dim. That's the name of the character in the book. He was like a famous French uh, thief. Okay. So, he, like, uh, Mr. Snugs takes over his body and just fucks his way across Paris. I mean, he just, like, he gets oh, a fucking handy yeah. underneath the Eiffel Tower. You know what I mean? He uh, he takes a picture of his of his uh he like go he like goes all through europe and everything in the book he takes a picture of his dick uh covering up the leaning tower of pisa it's the exact same angle when he lays flat on his back and puts his erection in the air it's the exact same (laughs) angle as the leaning tower of pisa there's a joke where he calls it the leaning tower of penis but he's with a he's with a, a woman who doesn't speak english so she doesn't even get it it's kind of a lost moment in the book but you cherish it so at the end of this book, it, which is a fucking thrill ride, by the way, at the end of this book, he winds up stealing successfully this newly found Monet. Nice. And you read it, and you're like, man, I get why people are into Mr. Snugs. Yeah. So you you go to bed that night, right? You dream of that that snug cat burglar outfit and how it would feel against your skin. And how it just, when it was so tight, it's just a little warmer than it normally is, you know? Oh, yeah. And just how your your hips swing back and forth with confidence as you kind of stride down the aisles mm-hmm. of this art museum. You sort of play it out in your mind. You wake up in the morning feeling more refreshed than you've ever felt in your entire life. Wow. You feel like a new man. That's, yeah. You feel like you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And you're ready to embark on that purpose. You get out of bed, and it's a Saturday. You go out. You check the mail. There's okay. like a big manila envelope in there. Okay. And it's just addressed to you. You take it inside. You open it up. Wait, who's it from? There's no return address. You take it inside. You open it up. When you open it, it smells like a fresh baguette. And you pull out a slip of paper, and it's that same Monet painting. Is it in the book? That was in the book. And then you also pull out five crisp $100 bills. Oh. What would you do? Uh, Is there any info on who sent this to me? No. And I get the Monet and five crisp hundred dollar bills they're the crispest hundred dollar bills you've ever had in your life like no one's touched them like you know if you if this were let's say a one dollar bill with this crispness there's no way it's going in a soda machine dude you know it it's going to get rejected immediately it's so crisp it doesn't even feel like real money it is real but it's just so fucking crisp Uh, when you rub them together, it's like rubbing a pair of blue jeans together. You know what I mean? Oh, that's. There's just a lot of tension. You know what you mean. Um, I would hide the Monet somewhere. I mean, it's just like a it's just like a printout. It's not like the actual Monet. I mean, that's like a fictitious story. That was all fake. The story. Oh, so it's n- there's not like I mean, a it's, real it's, Monet. It's fic- the book is fiction. I I know it was good, and you got caught up in it, but uh. <laughs> It's it's the books are fake. I didn't know if the Monet in the book was, no, it was based on a real Monet. No, it's no. There was a fake Monet. Yeah. 
and then I get the fictional. Fake Monet yeah, it's fictional. It's in not the fake. Mail. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Want, I don't want people to think it's a fraudulent Monet. It's a legitimate Monet. It's just a. It's just it's, a fiction. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a fake, real Monet. <laughs> so you get a print out of that, and five of the crispest hundred dollar bills you've ever had. Uh, I'd go buy a frame for that painting. Okay, where would you go? Honestly, probably like Goodwill. So you go to Goodwill? Yeah. You go to Goodwill, you're looking around frames, and you're like, this deserves like a classy frame. This deserves a frame worthy of a Monet. Are there not any at Goodwill? I I mean, you tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I haven't really bought frames at Goodwill. Before. You're looking for something gilded and large, something to really show off the piece. Yeah, that you want it to catch there. the eye of people who walk into your home. You find a really beautiful one that's just shiny and bright. It's a uh, three ninety nine. You're like, this is the one. You take it home. As you're like walking to the counter to pay for it, there's a, a big box of books, and when you look at them, it's just several Mister Snugs. On top. Oh. Written on the side, it says Mr. Snug's books. And the lady who works there, goes, she's like, we got another box of Snug's again. And people oh. are like, another one? They go, yeah, there's so many of these. Like, who? Like, why are all these people bringing these in? They go, they're like, we'll just throw it out. Wait. What happened? They The, the, books, is- the books are so popular that people are just like, yeah, I've read them all a dozen times. Ooh, you know what I mean? That's like. Those oh, Mr. Okay. Snugs books have gotten some people through some tough shit, you know? See, I was thinking something horrible happened. No, and no. everybody was. They're just passing them out. on to a new generation. Okay, that's great. Yeah, fantastic. So would you would you take them? Would you want them? Would uh, you want to read more of them? I don't I don't know if I'd read more, but I'd mm. take them. So you take them home. I'd put them on my walls and stuff. So you take them home, you uh you put the box down on your bed. You frame and hang the uh, fictional real Monet. It looks beautiful. Great. You lay down. You're going to take a nap. When you wake up, your hand is like in the box. Of Mr. Snug's books? Yeah. You had like moved it onto the floor while you were sleeping. And you just like have it. And it's just resting open in your hand. And you wake up and it's the first thing you see. And you start reading again. This one's called uh, Mr. Snugs Gets Through the Bush. What's his occupation in this? He's, uh, he's an Australian man. <laughs> he's an Australian news anchor named Steve Clyburn. Oh, well, like, <laughs> he gets, what, he gets, like time period. It's like the 1970s. <laughs> he gets kidnapped by, uh, by the Australian mafia. And he has to like fight his way out, and he hacks his way and fucks his way uh, through the bush, you know. <laughs> so there's just a lot of sex, and he's wearing these fucking <laughs> tight pants, you know what I mean? He's got a machete in his hands, his biceps pulse. At any point in the book, does he say that's not a penis? No, this is a penis. No, he doesn't. That's classier than he doesn't. that. Doesn't? Oh, so classier than that. Yeah, the next day, after you, you read the book, the next day, you get mail, and there's uh, another middle envelope, and it's a, a picture of the machete, 
and five of the crispest $100 bills you've ever, ever touched. Would you read more books? It, yeah. It's, every time I read a book, I get $500. So you read these books. You never really question thing. anything. You read the books, and as they progress, the things that happen in the book, you have sort of manifested in your life with $500. You read several of them, and Mr. Snugs like, comes out on top every time. And you know you're you're getting like you're up to like three grand at this point. You've read several of them. Damn. At one point, there's a character introduced into Mister Snugs' universe. His name is Phil Marsden. Phil Marsden. Mm-hmm. Any relation to James Marsden? I mean, no. This is a once again no. fictional. This is a, this oh, is a character I, I in a book know. on a podcast. So. It's it's not. I mean, his name's Phil Marsden. You can so say he, no. I'm, yeah, I just want to make sure we're in the right frame. Yeah, no, I'm there. So he ends up like he ends up sort of chasing Mister Snugs across space time, mm-hmm. and like he always gets a little bit closer. You get up to like five thousand dollars. You're really like tearing through these books one every couple of days at this point, and you're like you're like fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to make so much money. And it's all cash, you know. And as you you read the 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 next book in the series called uh, Mister Snugs All Aboard, and it's how Mister Snugs stops a runaway train. Oh yeah, he stops a runaway train that was loaded with dynamite. It would have it would have killed a town in Wyoming in the eighteen hundreds. And uh, Mr. Snug stops it, and he fucks his way through that train, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's only appropriate. Let's just say he got to a caboose before he got to the caboose. You know what I mean? So, in the book, in the book, Mr. Snugs reaches the caboose, and he's just plowing through the train. And as he ta- he goes to take a step out onto the platform to have a cigarette post-coitus and stare at the setting sun, Phil Marsden pops out from atop the caboose and oh, kicks shit. him to his death in the gulch. He kills Mr. Snugs? In the book, he does. Oh. The next day, no. you get a manila envelope in the mail. You open it. You reach in, and you just pull out a handful of, of dust. And then uh, pull out a piece of paper, and it says, uh, look behind you. And you turn around, and Phil Marsden is standing in front of you, and he slices your fucking throat. Oh, (laughs) goddammit. He slices your throat, but he does it in such a way that he can peel your skin off. (laughs) He places it over his own skin, and he assimilates into your life perfectly. No. Yeah, he he assimilates into your life. And as soon as he like lays down to take the first sleep in your bed, in your home, he lays his head down and he uh, he goes to sleep. All the books are are wiped out of of of, of humanity. None of them are ever seen again. Uh. They all just disappear immediately. Some of them were holding up like uh, and and there's a lady in uh, Bel Air, Ohio. Those books were holding up a shelf, and the shelf like gave way. And there was a uh, there was a big stone on the shelf, and no. it knocked all the books off, and it punched a hole in her trailer. And no. the trailer like got really drafty, and she caught pneumonia and died a week later. That's but you fucking died, horrible. Dude. Yeah, I mean you shouldn't. You know you shouldn't have just fucking 
blindly gone into it, you know. You didn't ask any questions. It looked just you, like me. Yeah, you didn't look up a website. You didn't do anything, you know. You fucking died. God damn it. Phil Mars and cut your fucking throat. Fuck Phil's Mar- Phil Mars. He fucked you. He did. 